Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions in Nashville, Tennessee, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, get out of debt, do work that they actually contribute to and they love, and we help people create incredible relationships. I'm I'm John Deloney, don't even know my own name, joined by George Camel, and we're taking your calls on money, life, emotional, mental health. Both of us have been walking alongside, hurting people, trying to figure out what's the next right step for years and years and years. And we're live talking to real people going through real challenging times. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go out to my hometown, H-Town, and talk to Christopher. What's up, Christopher? Hey, how's it going? We're doing good, man. What's up? I'm pretty good. So I'm in a relationship right now. Uh, Everything's going Great. And I'm planning on proposing uh, maybe in the next two weeks. All right, dude. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so uh, there's a little dilemma, I guess. So <laughs> about two years. <laughs> I, love, I love engagement dilemmas. Bring it on. All right. So um, previous, I was in a relationship previously before the one I'm in now. And I was engaged to the, the uh, girl. And she gave me back the engagement ring. Oh, don't do it. I was don't pre- do it. I was thinking about just using no! that same engagement ring. Oh, <laughs> no, dude. I just don't. Does your girlfriend know about this past engagement? No. Oh boy. Okay. Number one, have That's... that combo first. Oh no, 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 no. She knew I was in. Re- yeah, she knew I was engaged before. Yeah. yeah so do you not think she's gonna? Her first question is gonna be, "Wait, is that the ring from?" I, I know. I just don't want to spend extra money on it because Chris, I've been going Chris, to Christopher, I've been going to a different. The moment you slide that ring on her finger, her her finger will catch fire. Okay. Like it will just electrocute her, and then by proxy, you'll end up dead. That's just how this. That's how this will work, dude. Don't okay. do this. You're gonna pay. You're gonna lose your like both butt cheeks when you resell this ring. You will lose your butt. And that's okay. Okay. It's so called loss. It's called uh uh it sucks tax and just spend it, dude. Do not re gift an engagement ring. Okay. All it's right. just it's just too much bad juju. And I'm not very, you know I'm not that guy, John. I don't do the whole uh, you know, astro astrology and all the stuff and I'm like, well the I just feel like there's too much sentimental value tied up in this ring from a past relationship that fell apart, that didn't work out. You're going to be feeling that emotionally. She's going to be thinking that in the back of her head, and then it's going to spark a giant fight, and you're going to have to get a new ring anyways. And you better hope that relationship <laughs> even survives that fight. I don't know okay. how my... I don't okay. think either of uh, John and I's wives would react kindly if that was the situation. And I think that would be my wife's first question. It just kills me to spend more money, but okay. You know what's going to kill you also? Your fiance, when she finds out that yeah. you got that, got a ring, except she's going to kill you for real. What is, what's a new ring going to cost? Well, I guess I'll probably get another one for 2K to 3K. Does it's, it have to be a 3K I, I, ring? I think so. For it to look decent, I guess. I don't know, man. They've got some rings out there these days on Etsy that are gorgeous and they're not, the, you know, a full carat, real diamond. It might be moissanite or something, but I think it's more about the thoughtfulness behind it versus, and especially not giving her a real diamond ring that was meant for a real past fiance. 
Okay. Yeah. I'd this take is, a fake ring any day 50, over that. I'm just almost at the fifty thousand dollar mark at savings, and it's just to see that I'd be going back. You have fifty thousand in savings. I have forty eight thousand, almost at fifty thousand. Chris, why are you calling us? I just, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> What is are you this, doing is with your this life, this man? woman's future? She's going to be, can we go on the vacation? And you're like, I almost have 50000 in savings, woman. Leave me alone. But I had this coupon left over from my last relationship. <laughs> I know. Let's I'm call my ex's okay. father-in-law. He has a bedroom we can rent out. Like, for real, dude. Man. Okay. I'd bite the bullet and get that new ring and sell the old one for what you can get for it. And hey, listen. Like, this is just like a straight up, like, I, I grew up in Houston. Do you not have some, like, buddies there that you could have run this question by that would have just... Knocked you upside the head? Well, I do, but they love to spend money, so I didn't really... All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's I, I support that, then. Thanks for calling two wise guys. Like, and ask any okay. woman. That's also a good indicate. Ask... I'm pretty sure a 99.9% would say, yeah, don't do that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a litmus test. There is one woman on the front row in the studio audience. Are we right? Okay, she just two, thumbs, two up. thumbs up, so... And she's got a ring on her finger, yes. so she's got experience. Yes. So thank you, okay. ma'am, for that. No matter what, don't. Oh, jeez, don't. Hey, George, uh, this is awesome. Um, not only are we helping people get out of debt, we are now saving lives and saving preventing homicide. Yes, we're doing it. Preventing doing homicide it. was a stretch, but I like it. I, I like where I, you're going with it. I. If, <sighs> I'm sweating even thinking about proposing to Whitney with a previous. Oh my gosh. I, I can't breathe, John. That's yeah. a lot for me. Let's go out some to, <laughs> Let's, um, James, can you take another call? Sure. Dad said yes. <laughs> let's go out to Dusty in Boise. What's up, Dusty? Hi, how are you? Phenomenal. What's up? Okay, my question is, um, just last week for Thanksgiving, my dad gifted my husband and I um, a house mortgage-free. Um, so we for are Thanksgiving? currently living in a house. Yes. Wow, not even Christmas. <laughs> yet. My dad gave me a FaceTime. <laughs> wow. Um, so I know, I know. We were bawling our eyes like little babies. So it was pretty cool. Um, but we're living in a house right now. We owe two hundred thousand dollars on it still. Um, but we're wondering if we should move into the mortgage-free house and rent this one out, or if we should sell this and, with the profit we make, pay off our debt and then put the rest away in an account that accrues over years. We yes. don't know what to do at all. I like that plan because if you keep this mortgage, move into the mortgage-free house, you're still in debt. doesn't really solve your debt problem. Yes. We have about $30,000 in debt. Okay. And what's your household and income? If, um, it's about, so he is salary. Um, after taxes, we bring home about $4,500 a month. Okay. Now, being mortgage-free, you should be able to pay off this consumer debt fairly quickly, I imagine, with no okay. mortgage, right? Yes. So I would do crunch yeah. the numbers, and if you wanted to keep this house as a rental, you just have one mortgage hanging around, I would still want to aggressively pay that off because um, I don't like investment property that has mortgages attached, but that's one option. I think the, the option that will give you more freedom and more peace right now would be to sell it and move into this home. Okay. Are there any tax um, implications yeah, with would, moving into yeah, this home? I'll do that instantly. I'm so sorry. Say that one Are more time. Are there tax implications what? of inheriting this home while he's still alive? N- nope. Uh-uh. I would just want to make sure 
of that because yeah, there's so the you may have to pay the cap, capital gains on that and uh, I would talk to a tax pro you can connect with one at RamseySolutions.com just to make sure your I's are dotted and T's are crossed on this financial transaction and sometimes gifts are incredible and they're life changing and they're not what's best for our family so make sure before you just go running to move into this house it's, it works for you and your family for a season um, but yeah I'd sell my house take the equity pay off all my debts be completely free Ooh. of everything Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined by George Camel. Let's go out to Milwaukee and talk to Tony, Tony, Tony. What's up, Tony? Hey, how are you? So I'm good. Excited. How are you? Good, you? I mean, I, you are as joyful as we are. What's up? <laughs> well, I'll see if my tone doesn't change. But <laughs> Uh-oh. But, no, I don't think it's too big of a deal, but I do. It's been... Uh, I've been like, you know, thinking about it and all that. So I thought, give you guys a call. So here's the... Hey, Tony, do me a huge favor. Talk directly into your yeah. phone for me. Oh, I um, he was, he was telling me to do that. Can you hear me now? Yes, perfect. Okay, cool. Um, So here's kind of the background. So we got married a few months ago, and we grew up in different financial philosophies. My parents were older than his and and whatnot. So he has some debt. I don't have any debt per se besides the mortgage. Um, so I have some savings. So I have two questions going on. So one is a money thing, but another one is kind of like a, a career choice type of thing. So the first thing with the money is, um, so I have money in the bank. And I could easily pay for his debt. And I know you guys always say, oh, you guys are married. You know, now your finances are together and everything like that. But I kind of have like, oh, he had this before. I don't want to pay for it. And then it happens again. And it's just like it's a whole big cycle type of thing. So I was kind of wondering, like, should I kind of help him pay for it or just, uh, let him deal with it how he wants. Tony, why did you get married? Why? Yeah, because I wanted to. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like, why, why did you want to? What, what benefit was marriage going to bring to you? Um, how is it going to enhance and improve your life? Um. Oh my gosh! I didn't think you guys. I don't know. That's throwing me back. Because you're not. Know. Here, here, here's happy. You're you're decision. not answering. You're, you're not asking a money question. You're not. You think you are, but you're not. 
You're asking no. a marriage question. And the way you framed it, and you can go back and watch it on, on YouTube whenever it posts or listen to the podcast. The way you asked the question is very similar to a caller we had in the first hour who was concerned about her stepson getting too much stuff from her new husband. You spoke about your new husband as though you're his mom and you're considering teaching him a lesson. And this is your husband for better or worse, sickness and in health, in good times and in bad times. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a financial trajectory separate and apart from your financial trajectory. He doesn't have a life separate and apart from your life. Y'all opted in together in front of your parents, in front of God, in front of each other and said, I do till death, till one of us dies. And that means ride or die. Mm -hmm. And so that starts at a bare minimum with, hey, I got a whole bunch of money in this account. We're going to start on the same financial footing. But deeper than that is the thought of you doing this again and committing financial infidelity scares me so bad. Will you take this class with me so we can become on the same page? Well, what do you mean? Like how, uh, well, like I want us to be on the same footing. So I don't know if that's what I should do, like help him out. But he doesn't want me to pay for his debt, which I totally get. Well, here's what it looks like, Tony. It's you guys setting new goals together. One of those goals is how cool would it be to start this marriage off completely debt free? So our goal is debt freedom. This is now our money. We're going to combine bank accounts. Right now, you're treating him like you're the healthcare company and he's coming in with a pre-existing condition. And you're like, nope, that's on him. He came into the marriage with that. I mean, nobody wants to be treated like that. And by the way, you talking to him as though you're a parent, um, this weekend, I was out hunting with my son and I forgot something out in the field and my son was like, oh, dad, here, you can just use mine. And all. he was trying to make me feel better. And mm-hmm. if during your courtship while y'all were dating and then, you know, in your early part of your marriage, I'm sure your husband's gotten loud and clear that he married someone who's kind of like his mom. And so he's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll take care of the debt. I'll, I'll take care of it, mom. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do that to preserve peace. And so if you look out mm-hmm. 10 years from now and you could wave a magic wand financially for your family, what would it look like? Uh, we're taking some trips. We're money happy, you know, having some money in the bank and saving for retirement. And that sounds exactly like conversation with my seven-year-old daughter. Be specific. 10 years from now, what does your financial picture look like? Some unicorns, some wolves with wings, like be specific. What do you want? Um, just having some money for retirement, and we can take some traveling for experiences. If I'm older, so if kids are in the picture, um, great, and we don't have to worry about any. Are money. you paying? Are you paying for those vacations, or is he paying for the vacation? Uh, we there you the go. ones that we've taken, we've split it. Like you pay for part of it, and then I pay for a part of it. So we split it in the past. That's what me and George do when we go to Chick-fil-A. Sometimes John even pays for me, which I think is very chivalrous. Sometimes. 
Okay. But he opens you see the- what we're saying, Tony? Marriages are either growing together yeah. or they're growing apart. And if you start to say, well, it's his debt. He's got to run his own race. I'm going to do my thing. You're going to grow apart. You're running in two different directions. When you're both in the same direction, you're going to grow together and you're going to have shared goals, shared common language around money. And that's going to not only grow your finances and your wealth, but it's going to grow your relationship. And that's what we found time and time again when people take that, get over that big hurdle of combining finances. It's not about, well, I don't trust him with money. It's about what are we building together? Because what we can build separately is fine. What we can build together is monumentally greater. And you kept mentioning retirement. It sounds like your chief concern might be one of safety. And if you married somebody like my wife did, who's kind of immature and silly and goofy and runs around and is kind of like, ah, it's all going to be okay. You may be looking down the road and say, hey, I need to make sure that I am preparing for our security, right? For our retirement. Yeah. I was blessed when my wife brought me into that conversation and it was something along the lines of, I'm so terrified that we're not going to have anything with the way you spend money. And I remember thinking, not, all right, I got to figure out this budget thing with Dave Ramsey. No, no. I remember thinking, I never want my wife to feel terrified with me. And she wasn't in protection. She wasn't in a, I'm always going to work hard, but she was in how I was not saving money and how I still had debt. So we worked together and that's how we changed stuff. And now she's got more security than she could have dreamt of. And I do too. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a matter of working together. If I send you the financial peace course, will you and him watch it together? And y'all imagine a, a future where y'all work together and not apart. I believe I would, but I don't know if he would. I think if I really pushed him to, he would. (laughs) How about instead of pushing him, again, like a parent, you invite him. It would mean the world to me. I would feel loved and safe inside my own home and inside my own new marriage if you would watch these nine videos. And you can roll your eyes through all of them. You can just go, oh my goodness, this is so ridiculous. Whatever. But will you just watch them with me? Please. It would mean the world to me. Invite him in. And if he says, ah, I ain't doing that, then here's the hard truth. Your marriage is on way shakier ground than you imagine. You all need to deal with that because that's, that's, that's respect and dignity and love. That's not a money conversation. That's way deeper. But invite him in. Stay on the line. We're going to hook you up with a year of Financial Peace University and the Every Dollar app that you and your husband can do together. Y'all can grow together, like George said, and not apart. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney, and it is one of my favorite 
days of the year. I'm not going to call it a holiday, but I do get a little pep in my step on Cyber Monday. And uh, Ramsey's getting in on it with our one-day Cyber Monday sale. And it's our lowest prices of the year today only. That's not a joke. We don't make stuff up. That is truly the lowest prices you're going to see on some awesome gifts for your family and friends, as low as 5 bucks. We got some audiobooks starting at just $5. My friend Dr. John Deloney's new audiobook, Building a Non-Anxious Life, is 10 bucks for the first time ever. Financial Peace University, just $59.99, our lowest price of the year there. We've got the 2024 Ramsey Gold Planner on sale, down to 40 bucks right now. Rachel Cruz has got a new Navy wallet and a new kids book on sale. I've got a new book called Breaking Free from Broke on pre-order. Jade Warshaw's got a new quick read called Money's Not a Math Problem. Everything is there. What are you waiting for? Just go shop at RamseySolutions.com slash store. You can tell them George sent you. It won't matter. You won't get an extra deal, but it'll make me feel good. Actually, you're really going to confuse everybody. Hey, George said to tell it. No, yeah, you don't have to tell anyone. It's fine. I did that the other day at the grocery store. Starbucks, it didn't work. I can like, tell George sent me George sent me here. And then he called security. Oh, All right, dang. let's go out to Cincinnati, Ohio and talk to Kathleen. What's up, Kathleen? Thank you for taking my call. First of all, um, both my husband and I are retired. We're totally debt-free. And the question that we have is, I hope you're still there. Yeah, yeah, we're the question that we have, we're okay. listening intently. Okay. <laughs> the question that we have is we're going to have to put a new roof on the house. We've got our six months of um, oh, emergency fund or whatever. But we're wondering, do we need to take that to pay for the roof? Or should we go ahead and take a withdrawal from our retirement? Oy. Yeah. What's the roof going to cost? Oh, between 20 and 25 and you're sure that this is not covered in any way, shape, or form? Oh, yeah. No, we've been in the house since 99, or since 03, so it's over 20 years old. Okay, so it's time. Is this, how, yeah. how much of an emergency is this? Is it falling in? Do we need to do this it, tomorrow? Well, no, we've got to do it within the, by next year for sure. Okay, and do you have the money right now in the emergency fund? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to use that. And if you want to build a little savings account until the roof is there start doing that are you guys in a good financial spot to do that oh i i guess we could it's just that we feel uncomfortable draining the emergency fund just what if a washer refrigerator whatever has to go okay but you're you're retired so you can pull from your retirement accounts do you guys have a giant nest egg where this would barely touch it wouldn't make a dent um unfortunately no we're very simple um Got like I think three hundred and fifty thousand in retirement. Um, our savings. And that's about it. We get what's in the, what's in the emergency fund a year. We've got twenty grand in a in the um, emergency fund. Okay, and I our social security is around fifty grand. Or, okay, that, yeah, so you're year. are you guys just making money from social security? You're not touching the retirement account. Sorry, you broke up with us, Kathleen. Are you still with us? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So just Social Security, you haven't touched the retirement account, but there's only three fifty K in there. Right. And you guys are how old? Uh sixty six. Okay. So you could have a nice long retirement and I want to protect that nest egg as much as we can. So I would rather tap into the emergency fund and then replenish it versus okay. drain ten percent of my entire nest egg to cover this one repair. Okay. Can that's I, what we were that's what we were thinking, but wanted to Can I throw a third option? Already- Good. And John has a third option, which is probably even better. Okay, th- well, it may not be better, just another thing to consider. Um, 
My mom is 73, 74, recently retired from her job as a professor. And she is looking for a part-time job. And it might be, it'll be, it'll be adjacent. So it might be editing dissertations or um, editing manuscripts, or she's an extraordinary editor. Who knows what she's going to be doing, but is there a possibility that your husband is retired um, or you, you'll head back and take two part-time jobs. And with just the, just the intent of we're going to earn this money. Uh, we can work through the holiday season. We can work into the fall. It's going to be freezing cold anyway. So we're in Ohio. So we need to be inside anyway. We're just going to make some extra money and we're just going to do this together. And we're not going to do anything strenuous and we're going to earn this money and pay the roof with cash. Well, yeah, that's an option. <laughs> you don't sound too like, thrilled. Boo, John wants me to <laughs> go to work. <laughs> boo. No, I, I, I totally no, no, get no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do Medicare insurance. So I'm in the annual enrollment period right now. Okay. So I'm going going nuts, but I will have, you know, some extra leeway come January because that's when they pay us. Okay. So, you know, that, that, will, that will help. Um, my husband is getting ready. We see an orthopedic surgeon for back surgery. So he's not going to be in a position to do that. Okay. Well, just something to consider if, um, if money's tight. Or to soften the blow. Yeah, there you go. And maybe you're not draining the entire emergency fund, but maybe you can earn $10,000 between the two of you over the next six months. And um, and that's working at Home Depot. That's working online. That is finding some sort of part-time gig, whatever that looks like. And maybe you're only pulling $10,000 from your emergency fund and the other $10,000 you're paying with cash for the roof, whatever that looks like. But that's just a third option. Just, yeah. just an idea. But it's better than going into debt, either of these options. Absolutely. All right, let's go out to Sabrina in Honolulu. Hey, Sabrina. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. What's up? <laughs> Hi. Um, what's up? The cost of living. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, how can we help? <laughs> well, um, I have been blessed to be able to go to the Financial Peace University classes, and Thankfully, I am debt-free, but I want to know how I, I have a lot of family and friends and even church members. I'm a leader in the church, and I, I just want to know how I can help them do the same. And that without, I mean, I don't have the means to buy everybody a financial peace university, uh, um, you know, uh, class. So how would I be able to help um, people in my life to also become debt-free and get this, you know, fulfill the baby steps? Hello. Yeah, we're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking through it. That I mean, that's a fascinating question. Um, I think the first thing I would do is invite them into a conversation in your home. And the the struggle is some people have no interest in getting out of debt. They don't even understand a world outside of a credit score and a car payment and a mortgage. That that that's not something that's ever even occurred to them. And so sometimes you're looking at people being like, hey, you want to move to Mars? And they're just like, no, nah, I'm good here on Earth. And so sometimes they're going to see the fruit in your life over the next few years. And they're going to say, why are you always smiling, Sabrina? Um, why do you tip so generously? Like, because I can, right? So that's number one. Um, but I'd invite them over to your house and ask them if they're interested. And with the limited resources you have, you might be able to talk them through it, point them to the show. Um 
decide you're going to serve as a reference point. And if you hang on the line here, we can put you in touch with our Financial Peace University team that actually has a division that that works with churches and um, where you could start mm-hmm. a class at your local church and teach your mm-hmm. family members and your local um, parishioners, uh, people who attend your church, if they're interested. George, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think your your life is the best kind of financial testimony to get people excited about it. But John's right in that they need to want to make a change, and you can be there for mm-hmm. them when that happens. And you know, it doesn't have to be Financial Peace University, like John said. There's some we pretty much do everything for free. If you want to grab a bunch of books, the Total Money Makeover is on sale right now for just ten bucks. You could get you know ten of those. Maybe start a book study at the house and say, hey. I've got financial goals for next year. I know you guys probably do too. Let's all get together and just encourage each other and just kind of create this little community of people who are growing. Yeah, when I was in my early 20s, Sabrina, um, I didn't have money to pay for everybody and I had a group of people that I cared about. So I bought everybody a copy of Total Money Makeover and I got online and printed off the free budget template and I put it in a binder. So everybody for Christmas got a binder full of 12 um, monthly budgets and everybody got a copy of Total Money Makeover. And that was, I didn't have enough money for everybody, um, but that's what I bought and that's the best I could do. And then I've been available for conversations and questions ever since. And so, um, but thank you so much for your heart, for for feeling this sense of freedom and this sense of light. And you want everyone in your life to share in it with you. What a generous, generous spirit. Hang on the line and Austin can direct you to our FPU team. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Today's scripture is from Proverbs 16, 16. How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver? The great Muhammad Ali said, a man who views the world at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. What an amazing, amazing athlete and a great quote. I love it. I love mm. it. All right, let's, uh, uh, real quick, George, let's talk about this Every dollar app. Yeah, we the, talk about it a lot on the show, and people are going, what do they keep mentioning this every dollar thing for? Yes. What is that? It's well, the greatest budgeting app on planet Earth. That's one way to put it, and I would agree. If you want to manage money the Ramsey way, you can go download every dollar on your iOS device, Android, or you can access it online as well, and you can start for free. And what it does, it immediately shows you where you stand with your money. It's going to help you get organized. It's going to help you personalize your budget, help you stop overspending and save more money. And if you're new to every dollar, we've got uh, some new features like a long-term financial roadmap where you can track your net worth, your debt-free date, your retirement date, your baby step progress, and more. We're going to proactively coach you to build wealth and reach your goals all from the palm of your hand. Go download the free every dollar app for iOS and Android or go to everydollar.com to get started. All right, let's go out to Washington, D.C. and talk to the great Will. Hey, Will, what's up, man? Hey, how we doing today? Outstanding. How are you? Good, man. Doing amazing. Hey, I just wanted to call in and uh, thank you guys for um, giving away uh, Financial Priests and um, Every Dollar for Vets. Mm. I was listening to the show right before Veterans Day, and um, I'm a Marine Corps reservist. I've been in for 20 years. And um, I went in and put my name in the hat to get one of those, um, the every dollar signed up. And me and my wife found and um, we put our budget back together. Uh, we're currently working through baby step four. And uh, we started uh, getting the transactions coming in every um, couple of days later. And we're going through all the um, spending and um, found out that there was a bunch of Uber charges and Chipotle 
on the um, on our account, and we didn't know what it was. Did George um, Campbell oh, steal your credit card? My bad, dude. I think, yeah, I think that's a George Campbell move right there. That dude loves Chipotle and Uber. <laughs> and we don't, so we knew it wasn't ours. <laughs> that's um, one way to find out. About 200 bucks. Um, somebody had uh, gotten some free rides and some free Chipotle on us. Oh, so is your card um, stolen, just, huh? Yep, yeah. yeah, it was stolen. Um, and it's the card number? Off. Yep, card number, yep. Mm, so. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it also showed us that we were spending about a thousand dollars on eating out. So there, you were robbing yourself through, right uh, there. <laughs> More yeah, than, I was wondering how to get through baby step four, and I think we found it. We were eating our retirement. Wow, what a great what a great awakening! We were eating our retirement. Yep. Wow. How do we get to fifteen percent? Well, for starters, we got to look at our bellies. <laughs> what are we doing there? That's smart. Well, that's good. How can we help today? Did you guys uh, resolve the card issue? Did you contact the bank? Get the card yep, shut down? The bank. Yep, and we don't have credit cards. And just like you guys said, um, full protection on that debit card. Um, they returned the money. It was great. Um, so just wanted to call and thank you for um, that gift to, to veterans. Um, I liked it, shared it, texted to every vet I knew. So um, hopefully a bunch of them got in there and got the same um, gift from Ramsey that I got. Um, so just wanted to call and say thank you guys. Love what you're doing. Um, I'm sharing and telling everybody um, about it that I can. Um, Ramsey and Jesus, man. That's all we got to mm. keep talking about. Well, thank you, Will. We're honored uh, that you called in, and thank you for your service and sacrifice. Yeah, it's, man, yep. um, it's a small uh, small price to pay. Would we give out 10000 10,000 free uh, Financial Peace Universities and every dollar to veterans, veterans. and their families. Yep. And yeah. we, we ran out of them, which is amazing. I was yeah. excited that we actually got 10,000 people to go to the site, fill out the form, and people were sharing this all over the country saying they have veterans in, in their life, they want to take advantage of this, and they did it. Yeah, I saw this inside the, the, the student loan industry when I was working in higher ed at how many universities um, – Profit for profit and otherwise prey on veterans, and so this idea that we're going to give them a tool is really—I'm glad to be associated with a team that does that. But let's not put the um, let's not put the spotlight on, on the wrong thing. It is much easier to give out a the greatest budgeting app on the planet. It's much easier to give out an app than it is to tell your family. For 20 or 30 years, I'm going to go serve something way bigger than myself. I'm going to go serve people that I don't even know. So on behalf of me and George and our wives and our kids, thank you. Thank you to Will and thank you for, to the 10,000 veterans and to the thousands and thousands and countless others who continually um, raise their hand when everyone else is staring at their shoes. They raise their hand and they say, I will. I'm in. Thank you so much, Will. I'm grateful for you, brother. Let's go out to Rhiannon in Palm Springs. What's up? How are we doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. We're up against the clock, so get right to your question. Yes, yes. I have a really quick question regarding Baby Step 3. I'm in Baby Step 2. I have a unique living situation. I don't have any rent or any real expenses so I'm not sure how much I should be saving for my baby step three. And also because I live in Southern California and our home prices are outrageous and my age, I'm 46. Like what can I do? Where do I know when to start saving for the home and how much to start saving or how much to have for my three to six months living expenses? How much more debt do you have? 
I'm only in about $20,000 worth of debt. It's just like lingering. Uh, only? That's a lot of debt to me. I'd want to I mean, be it out. Is. It is. It is. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm in baby step two. I'm motivated. I have Financial Peace University. Like, I'm into it. Awesome. What's your income? My income is uh, 52000 a year. Okay. And with very little expenses, um, how quickly can you pay this twenty k off? If you get aggressive, um, I'm looking. I'm looking at um, summer of 2024, if not earlier. Okay, so we're talking eight already, months or so. Yeah, because I've already paused my 401k contributions as well. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so you're going to be throwing you know two or three grand at this debt, making 52 yes. with no rent. Okay. And yes. your question is, what do I save up for the emergency fund? Um, you're going. Are you going to have rent in the foreseeable future? Yeah. Where do you live? Um, well, I live in Southern California. I live in Palm Springs, so I do live in a retire like a resort community. So everything is really expensive here. I do want to buy here, though. This is where I want to make my home. But where are you living, like physically, right now? Oh, where I'm living, um, my boy. I live with my boyfriend. Um, his parents have they own a condo here, and they're really generous. They like us to live here because they like having somebody here. So it's really given me a great opportunity to just save, 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 and pay off, pay off, pay off but I do want my home place eventually. Yes, this is one of those uh, gravy trains that ends suddenly. Yes, yes. And I don't want to take it, you know, I don't want to be here forever. I want my own home. Okay. What do homes around there cost that you would want? Let's say a condo for you, if we're going to be realistic. A condo, um, probably, I would say well over 200000 if not inching towards three hundred. Okay. So let's say you have a goal of 300000 Mm-hmm. So now we have a down payment savings goal, and you want to get a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage where the payment is no more than a quarter of your take-home pay. And so as you start right. to do that math, it will help dictate how much down payment you're going to need. Now, that for you, that might be a $60,000 down payment, and that might mean we have to increase our income so that we can accomplish this goal in a reasonable amount of time, let's say five years. Okay. Let's say you could save fifteen grand for five years or twenty grand for three or four years, that will help you get there faster if you can increase that income and keep your expenses down. Okay. But that's a great goal. Now, Once you have your emergency fund and you have no debt, that's the time to start saving up for that house. Now, does my age play into that? Because I am 46. I just turned 46, and I know it can be different when you're at, at my age in life, like doing the, is it going to an, impact my future? That's kind of... No, the only reason age would play a factor is you may want to be investing for retirement while you save up for the down payment. So that might slow down your down payment, but it'll also help you retire with dignity. Yeah, so, so I, I balance those. Yeah, and I know this is frustrating for some folks, but my mom didn't start her second wing until she was 53 and ended up with a whole back-end career that was amazing. So um, keep after it. I want to thank everybody in the booth for helping the show. Even you, Zach Hinden. George, great job as always. Stuff, congratulations on continuing to pre-sell an amazing book thank and you. thank you america for joining us in a world gone mad choose freedom choose to live debt free and choose compassion we'll see you next time